In recent years, you've probably seen the rise of content surrounding angel numbers, meditation, manifestation, and energy, and you've probably even asked yourself if all that is even real, and if meditation and manifestation works, and today, you're about to find out. Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back to season two of the From K to Z podcast. I'm your favorite monotone podcast host, Karenza Williams, and you're tuned into episode four. And I'm really excited about today's episode because we're going to be exploring a topic that I've been really into recently, which is healing. And when I say healing, I don't mean a cut on my leg or something. I mean healing the wounds you don't see. And who better to help me than a professional in the field? Yep, that's right. This week, we're back with another guest. And if you follow the podcast on Instagram, then you would have already seen who this guest is. But if you don't follow us, then you're missing out on a lot of exclusive information. Our guests are always revealed days before the podcast episode airs. So I suggest you follow the podcast Instagram page. But yes, before we introduce her, we're going to do a little catch up. Yesterday, I started watching the Kanye West documentary on Netflix called Genius. And honestly, like... I was pleasantly surprised. I know when sometimes when we hear about Kanye West, you know, his name is always attached to some type of, you know, antics. But honestly, I do recommend everyone to watch the documentary. I am planning to do like a whole review on it on my website. Um, That's pretty much why I honestly started watching the documentary in the first place, because I really want to do reviews. So I was watching it, taking notes. Um, I'm in the beginning part of the second episode and there's three episodes. So I'm hopefully plan to finish that today and start putting my post together i think i'm going to separate each episode into a separate post just so it's not like super long because i have a lot of notes but yeah i highly recommend anyone to watch the documentary also okay by the time this episode comes out euphoria would have already been you know released you know the season finale and i'm recording this like the day of the season finale on sunday so Okay, my preliminary thoughts for the finale, because I'm probably not going to watch it until tomorrow or two days from now. But I hope nothing happens to Fez and Ashtray. Based on the trailer, it was looking a little iffy, but I love Fez and I love Ashtray, so I really hope nothing happens to them. But yeah, for today's origin story, I want to talk about um, the time when I started implementing meditation into my life. So it was in 2020 and it was November, I believe. And the only reason I know it was November is because I had just found out I was pregnant at the time. I found out I was pregnant at the end of October. And the when I found out I was pregnant, it was honestly a very low point in my life. It was very stressful because of everything that was going on with my daughter's father what made it stressful. I found out some information the same day that I found out I was pregnant. So just from the beginning of finding out I was pregnant it has been a stressful process and I'm the kind of person that when I go through things I start feeling like I'm drowning in my emotions and it was so bad to the point where I really couldn't really function anymore like I was just so sad I was crying so often and I just needed like something to just calm me down and make me feel better and make me feel like everything is okay of course I prayed but I needed some kind of activity that would like 
physically, you know, like ground me and, you know, calm my nerves because I have anxiety and my emotions tend to make my anxiety worse. And it was just such a stressful time for me that I turned to meditation. I went to YouTube. I typed in like guided meditations for anxiety or something like that. And I would do it every night in my dark room. And, you know, afterwards, I would just feel so much lighter, so much, I wouldn't say so much happier because of course things were still going on and meditating didn't really take away those things obviously but I definitely felt a lot more optimistic and that things were going to be okay for the first time in a long time I felt like I was able to breathe properly because I don't know if anybody else is like this but when you're so overcome with emotion sometimes it feels like it's like difficult to even breathe properly and I felt like I literally could not like breathe without wanting to sigh I don't know if that makes sense to anybody more and more things started happening so i'm not gonna lie i definitely fell off and you know stopped meditating as regularly as i was but yeah like the moments i was meditating i definitely did notice a change in like how i felt in my mood and how i felt about things going forward now i'm trying to get back into it but it's just you know a little bit difficult to me to like dedicate time to do that because you know, I have a daughter, so in the day I'm trying to balance things that I need to do, like, you know, career-wise or things that I, like, put on my to-do list for myself and taking care of her. So sometimes the only, like, quiet, free moments I have is at nighttime, and by then I'm, like, super tired, so I just go straight to bed. But I'm gonna try to make more of an effort to, you know, meditate on a daily basis, even if it's for just five minutes. But yeah, that was pretty much my introduction to meditation. Now the moment you've probably been waiting for I'm going to introduce you guys to our guest. So our guest today goes by the name Coaching by Lana on Instagram, and she is a life coach, a neurolinguistic programming practitioner, a meditation teacher, and a Reiki practitioner. She is driven by her life purpose, which is to help people reach their full potential in all areas of life. She has geared her coaching towards breaking down mental blocks and obstacles while building new perspectives and teaching us new positive ways of thinking. You guys will get a chance to meet her and get to know a little bit more about her after the intermission. And during this intermission, I would like you to grab a snack, grab a drink, get comfortable because this is going to be a good one. Welcome, Lana, to the From K to Z podcast. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Um, I'm very excited for today's conversation because energy and healing is something that I've been interested in for a little while now, but I feel like there's still so much I have to learn and still so much that I'm willing to try. So today I want to talk to you about energy, specifically Reiki, meditation, and goal setting. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about what you do and the services you offer. Yeah, so my name is Lana. I am a Reiki practitioner, um, a life coach. I do NLP. I'm a meditation teacher. So I do all the things, um, yeah, for just healing and moving forward. And yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> so, what is Reiki and how does it work? Okay, so Reiki is a healing energy um, that helps to unblock. Um, different energy centers in the body. So I know that sounds confusing as well, just the idea of energy centers and what that means. Um, But it's the idea that we all have kind of emotions 
um, that we hold on to if we don't process them or, or, or work through them. So, um, we can actually feel those in our body for a lot of us. So if we're feeling fear, we might feel it in our stomach, like our gut. Um, if we're feeling heartbreak, we can literally just feel it in our heart. Um, if we're nervous to speak, we can feel a tightness in our throat. So these are examples of energy centers, also known as chakras. Um, and so Reiki helps to move this, um, stuck energy within us so that we can really just essentially become ourselves and how we're supposed to be, which is open and aligned and calm and, um, you know, powerful. So yeah, so it's just, it's a healing energy. It's the word Reiki in Japanese means, um, cause it's a Japanese healing technique means, um, spiritually wise energy. So it's the idea too, that, you know, even if my hands are somewhere else where the problem isn't, it's the idea that this energy just knows where to go. Yeah. And, and help to, to process that. So it's, it's, yeah, it's really, it's, it can help with physical things too, because it's so relaxing. Um, it helps with inflammation in the body, which is great for stress. And we know inflammation causes like all of the diseases that exist. So, um, it's definitely for the physical as well. Right. I did actually see that when I was researching, it said that it does help, um, treat like a lot of, um, like health problems they said like chronic pain anxiety yeah. depression it also said like cancer and like autism on there too wow oh wow that's so interesting yeah so energy is real like we're we're all vibrating uh, everything vibrates that's just like the law of energy and so um we feel energy when we walk into a room like just being with good people is healing for us right when we feel <laughs> yes. that energy in the room um, but yeah, in, in the U S and also in Canada as well, they're, um, they're using Reiki in hospitals, like even during surgeries. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's, and it, which is, makes me happy because it's another mode of healing, um, that is, is being, uh, accepted by Western medicine. Yeah. Which is cool yeah. because I feel like people are still skeptical about anything holistic or anything like any type of alternative medicine. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, it's really, I mean, you go to other places in the world and it's like the first thing they do, <laughs> especially like our ancestors, like it's the first thing they do is like the natural ways of, mm-hmm. and, and our family probably still does it right. Depending on what culture you're from, like, oh, cinnamon's going to help with your, you know, circulation or, um, the power of prayer or gratitude, right? Like that's kind of yes. considered holistic as well. So we've, people have been doing it for a long time and, let's be honest, uh, Western society makes a lot of money off of (laughs) the medical industry. And so I think there is definitely avoidance of, of looking at these holistic things because how will they make money off of it? (laughs) Really? You know? Yeah. So very true. Cause even things like meditation and stuff and manifestation, a lot of people don't even like believe that that's even, that that's even real and that that even works. Hmm. Well, I think with meditation, I think what people th- think meditation is, is just like not thinking. Um, and so meditation is actually a practice just like anything else where it's like, you know, you don't wake up a great soccer player and just like your first time on the field or like learn how to play piano the first time you play, it's a practice. And so if people can remember that it's a practice and have compassion with themselves um, while they do this and get lost in thought and just notice that um, and then come back to the focus, um, you'll see how meditation plays out in your life. You'll see that you're able to be more present in your daily life. You'll see that you're finding yourself more grateful. You'll see that the time between responding to something 
Um, there's just a lot more thought behind it instead of just like that quick reaction. So, so yeah, definitely, you know, and and that's, and then in manifestation, um, and meditation or manifestation in general, just having like a thought, um, of something you want to achieve or speaking it into existence, you know, scientifically that changes our neural pathways in the brain, um, so that we're able to see these opportunities, accept these opportunities, uh, we start to learn that we're worthy of these opportunities. So it's, that's scientific. That's not like, you, you know, I, and it, that, that word scientific is like energy is science, right? So right. even just putting it out into the universe, that's a vibration you're putting out into the universe. It has a ripple effect. So, yeah. Right. I didn't really realize that energy, like everything was energy until like recently when I really started getting into it and thinking like, that does make a lot of sense. Like you hold people, people say like, be careful what you say. And then you're like, okay but then you're like that's energy but then when especially like I find like the older generation when you bring it to them like yeah that's energy they're kind of like no that's just what we say we just say that you should be careful what you speak but like no that's energy oh yeah yeah it's so true so my dad is um he's Jehovah's Witness and so he studies the Bible in and out and I just love how the conversation has kind of shifted to you know what would have been believed to be like 20 years ago uh, you know, hocus pocus and kind of like witchy stuff and all this, like my dad and I can both have a conversation about energy because like the holy books, like whether it's the Bible or the Quran or the Torah, they all talk about energy, right. like gratitude and manifestation. Like that's actually in the book. So it's not separate of, you know, what we used to do. Like there's wisdom in, in old sayings. There's wisdom in those books. There's wisdom in, uh, traditional, like cultural traditions. Um, and I think that's what people are paying attention to, like that ancient wisdom. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially now, like I got introduced to manifestation through, um, or I guess like the law of attraction through like the secret documentary on Netflix, because mm-hmm. I heard about the book, but at the time when I heard about it, I did not want to read the book. Like I still wasn't into reading then. So yeah. I was like, I, there's no way I'm going to read the book. So I watched the documentary and I was like, hmm, this is pretty interesting. And then from there, I just kind of started yeah and getting more into it I'm like I actually like this I love that you mentioned that today because I brought my vision board out of my closet today it's actually sitting right in front of me and had been in my closet for a while um I'm not sure why I had done some like stuff in the house and stuff and moving stuff around so um but I took it out today and I've had it for a while and I literally like I'm looking at it right now as we're talking and I'm looking at all the things that I've achieved Like I'm looking at someone meditating where it's like, oh, now I'm a meditation teacher. Like I've trained for 200 hours. I'm looking at, you know, speaking and I've done speaking events. I'm looking at the word clients and, you know, I'm a coach. I'm a Reiki practitioner now. Like I have clients. Um, Yeah. And there's like, there's people that have made impact in the world. And, and I like to think that I'm doing that, like with, with each individual, you know, as in a smaller scale, but, um, and hopefully all the, the, the bends and the house will come soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that's Do you recommend that everyone make a vision board? Uh, yes. I, I like, I'm a visual person. Like when you said like, Oh, I don't want to read that book. Like I totally understand that. I like to watch documentaries. I, um, yeah, I like to see like the visuals. And so I do recommend a vision board, um, because again, it's one of those ways where you see it every day, even if you're like not consciously looking at it, like you're, when you've already made it and it's on the wall, like your subconscious is taking in that piece of information, whether right. you're aware of it or not. 
Um, and so it kind of like reminds your subconscious and your conscious, like what to do that day to get closer to that. Like, am I in alignment with that? How do I, how do I get closer to those things? So yeah, it's, it's fun. It's playful. I think people need to be more childlike. And like, we always used to do arts and crafts as a child and that's connected to an energy center as well. So just expressing that. Yeah. I made a digital one on Canva on my computer and I have it as like my background. So I see it like every time I log into my computer. I love that. Yeah. Like a Mercedes on there too. Yes. I love that. What color is your Mercedes? Black. Ooh, you're getting a black one. I'm getting a white one. I love yes. black cars. Yeah. I have a black Range Rover on mine too. Cause <gasps> I love Range Rovers too. Too. <laughs> okay. We have the same taste. I love it. Yes, Range Rover was like one of my first ever like dream cars that I like really like took serious as a dream car. Like the VLR is like my favorite Range Rover. Oops, yes. Like- Every time I, I see love one, I'm that. like, Range Rover, Range Rover. Yeah, coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yep, loading. Yes, I love that. Yes, um, I want to quickly circle back to manifestation because I, I try to do it, right? But it's like two things happen. Either I have a hard time like clearing my mind, not necessarily clearing my mind, but I feel like I have a hard time like relaxing and getting out of my own head. Mm-hmm. And then also either I fall asleep. Okay. How are you doing your manifestations? Like, what does that look like? So usually I do them at nighttime. Cause that's really like the only like quiet time that I really have during today when the baby's mm-hmm. sleeping and usually I'm laying down. So I think okay. that's probably why I fall asleep. Are you doing like a manifestation meditation? Is that what you're doing? Or you're just imagining it? on your own I just I play like a like a YouTube video okay yeah it's like guided meditation oh yeah I love those and then next thing I know I wake up like three hours later and my phone's like on a completely different video (laughs) right yeah we're watching fails at this point (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um okay so if you're doing it because there's different ways to manifest right but if you're doing it through meditation I always recommend um I know it's difficult because you have a baby um you know and, and and a young one so doing it during the day is really difficult um I can imagine so um daytime is best but if you have to do it at night I suggest sitting up don't lie down because yes. most people don't fall asleep sitting up <laughs> so yeah so always find yourself you know in a comfortable position um, where you can sit. We can even talk about that after this, just like the positions that you can sit in to help you, um, okay. make sure you're comfortable. Cause it can be uncomfortable. And the last thing you want to be thinking about is the discomfort in your body while you're trying to manifest. That's true. Um, so yeah, so have a place to, um, where you can sit up. Um, and then, yeah, so you have difficulty also just focusing as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I would, so you, because you're visual, what you could do is keep your eyes open. I find also when I close my eyes, like my mind goes everywhere, but yeah. even just like lighting a candle and like looking at the flame while you think of what you want, sometimes that can help right. like a focus point um, or a picture on the wall or something, or just like your vision board or whatever. Um, but then also um, it comes with practice again. Like I said, like meditation, start with five minutes a day in a couple of weeks, do it uh, 10 minutes a day, but it's a, it's a practice. I definitely, you know, when I'm not practicing meditation, I try to get back into it. I'm the exact same way. Like I'm just like all over the place. So yeah, just, and just be compassionate about those thoughts, right? Like, so when you're meditating, uh, true meditation is being mindful in, in a sense of like not judging yourself. Um, 
and not judging yourself for being a human being and thinking because <laughs> yeah. um, that's what we're supposed to do. So when you see that thought, just be like, okay, like I've acknowledged. So you have a child. So, you right. know, what like a child wants attention. It's like, ah, like, they're just like, you know, you know how it yeah. is. Um, and the, the moment, a lot of times in the moment that you give that attention, it quiets the baby or quiets the child. Right. So the thought is the same way where it's like, it just wants attention. If you could just acknowledge it and say, Hey, I see you and I'm going to deal with you after, and I'll just come back to my, my, my practice or my focus, right. Which is the breath or the guided meditation. Um, but you don't want to have that inner tension where it's like, Oh, just like, stop thinking or like getting annoyed with yourself or like, why can't I? Cause then that's just, then it just really difficult to yeah. meditate. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not relaxed at all. Exactly. Yeah. So just compassion is a big thing. Yeah. I, one time, like, a, I guess like a kind of success story that I have with meditation is like one time I was super stressed mm-hmm. and like, I would do the, like the guided meditation. And after I just felt like so hopeful and calm after, like, I feel like yeah. all my problems were like, I'm like, okay, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be handled. Yes. Because that's, Oh, I love that you said that. I got chills actually, because there's two components to meditation. There's the practice, which we've already talk, talked about, but then there's that true self and the true self without all of that attachment, right? With all the fears, the stories, right. the outcomes, the what ifs is that place of calm right? and um, hopefulness and, you know, trusting life and feeling empowered. So you did it right. <laughs> good job yeah just that's that's your true self that's the true um you know who we are as as people the the core of us is that peaceful calm powerful person yes yeah yes okay Mm -hmm. so now I want to talk about Reiki Mm -hmm. so personally for me the way I operate and my mindset towards a lot of things today I know has a lot to do with like my emotions and emotions that I have not let go of And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's even things that like trigger my anxiety. So I want to know, like, how is Reiki beneficial for someone like me who struggles with anxiety and letting go of emotions? Mm -hmm. Okay. So a lot of the times when we find it's difficult to let go of emotions or we have anxiety, because I believe I relate to both. um, It's because we haven't processed it. Um, And so anxiety, a lot of the times is a lot of stuff held within our body, our energetic system. So a lot of emotions are just being held in a small space, which is our body. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it just becomes too much. Like we literally feel like nervous. We feel shaky. uh, We don't feel grounded. Um, So So there's that. Um, And so Reiki helps to bring these things to the surface. So it depends what kind of Reiki practitioner you go to, because I think they all practice a little bit different. Um, Some people do it in complete silence. I love to speak while I do the session. So mostly silence, but I will, I pick up on the client's energy. So I'll feel the nervousness in my body. I'll feel, I'll feel the overthinking. I'll feel the sadness, like whatever's going on. Um, And that, and then I'll talk about it. And so that gives room for people to express themselves, which is processing to cry. Sometimes when we we're we're seen, it'll bring tears to our eyes. Right. What if I say I'm feeling a sadness the people, you know, the client might start to cry and it's different for everyone. So it's not the exact, some people don't cry. Some people do. Um, but it, it, um, allows that person to process that emotion by acknowledging it, speaking on it, letting the tears come out, Um, but Reiki, even without, you know, me saying much Reiki really, the idea of Reiki is to help process those emotions and to help them exit the physical body. Um, so people can get 
you know, just where I put my hands could make someone the tears start flowing, right? It's all that stuff that sucks. So, um, and it's also aside from that, it's that hour to yourself where it's just for you. Um, you know, if you're doing it in person, cause there's two, there's d- distance or there's in person, but if you're doing in person, it's like, you know, the nice music playing, it's something like you're just doing for yourself. You have someone, you know, whether you're doing touch or not touch, but someone's there with you, supporting you, the practitioner's like holding you in a way, in a sense, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the essential oils, all those things. So everybody just feels so and because they've like worked on, you know, um, opening all of the chakras, the energy centers, you can only feel relaxed after that. You can only feel, you know, you should see when people get off it. If you've never experienced, you got to experience it. Cause like when you get off the table, it's like, everyone has the biggest smile and they're just like, wow. Like it's like a weight just lifted off of them. So it's, it's quite, it's quite amazing. I can't even understand it fully myself. I just know that it works (laughs) and that's all I need to do. Cause again, like I'm not, I'm, I'm just a vessel for the Reiki energy. I'm not, it's not my energy. So it's the Reiki. Right. So then how would that work for distance Reiki? Oh yeah. So it's just energy. Like, how are we talking right now? Can we see like the cords that are like attaching us like to like being able to see like there's no it's wi-fi right like we can't see yeah. those wi-fi connections we can't That's see true. you know and it, it's 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 a lot like if you're thinking about somebody and they just text you or like you know or like someone calls and it's like oh my god i was just it's the same way yeah, this, that's this so podcast happens yeah yeah that's true <laughs> i literally was like i need to get on more podcasts and i was literally researching like toronto podcasters as I did that, you sent me an email. Yeah. I was like, so it's like, that's energy in the universe, like putting things out. That was wild to me. Um, but anyways, um, so how that works, you know, in, in terms of Reiki and what that looks like is, uh, you know, I have the person on the phone. Um, I set the intention to connect with their energy and start sending Reiki to them. Um, and, we're just connected. We can, I've, I've done people all over the, over the world. Like I've done people in Africa and Europe and the States. Uh, yeah, the middle East, like everywhere. And it never fails that I can just pick up on everything that's going up, going on for everyone, like physical pains, emotional stuff. Um, it's energy. I think that we're like, we're, we've been really used to like living in this 3d world, but like, we're more than just 3d. We're just more than that, you know? And again, we, we can, we can feel that. Like, even if we just, you know, came on zoom every once in a while, like you could probably pick up on some stuff on my energy, right. That day, if I was tired, if I was happy, if I was nervous. Right. So yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like I said, I I fully can't explain it, but I fully trust it because I've, I've seen, I've seen it, you know, and felt it. Yeah. So how does Reiki help someone like help with self-worth? which is also something I struggle with sometimes. Yeah. Oh man. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we all do. Especially in this day and age of social media, social media does not. Yeah. Help. It doesn't help. It doesn't help at yeah. all. Um, Cause we already have the, the underlying issues from other things usually. <laughs> and then the social yes. media just helps even more to pull that Especially out. Especially relationships. Yeah. Relationships. And a lot of times it goes back to even childhood, you know? So it goes yes. it's deep, deep stuff. And then there's like, <laughs> all these little layers that add on top. And it's just like, just, yeah, it just makes it even, uh, it comes to the surface even more, but, um, number one, I think showing up for yourself, right? Right. Like actual getting, taking time for yourself, 
putting your energy and your time into yourself is one of the best ways of creating self-worth. Cause a lot of us are used to like doing it for everybody else. Right. And like right. not taking that time and not self-care and not self-love. So like booking the first set for the session, like once you book it, it's like, that's a form of self-love and self-care, you know, yes. showing up. That's the second form. Um, and so what are the energy centers in the body that we cover in Reiki every single session? I do all of these or the main seven energy centers is a solar plexus. So it sits right underneath your breastbone. This is your energy center of personal power of self-worth of confidence, of showing up, getting your goals done, um, taking action when this is, um, blocked, sorry, it's okay. when this is blocked, um, we, there can be a lot of fear there. So when there's fear, you know, uh, or fear, there's a lot of, um, expectations that are being set for ourselves and other people. Right. And once we have expectations with other people, that is just like recipe for self-worth problems (laughs) because we cannot, because what they do for uh, to us or how they treat us has nothing actually to do with us, but we feel that way when our self-worth is low, right. We feel like it's because of us or we're not good enough. Um, so anger can sit there as well, um, because we're disappointed and like, you know, ourselves we're disappointed in how other people are treating us. So there's a lot of stuff. So we go over that energy center and we help clear it. And like I said, I'll start talking about those things. And if it's blocked, I'll tell the person, listen, like, is this going on for you? Do you have issues with this? Like not feeling good enough. Um, and sometimes the people will like, you know, they'll talk about that again, talking is not necessary, but I like, I like, I guess that's a coach in me that likes to like acknowledge and ask questions when it comes up. But, um, each energy center has an area and the solar plexus it's, it's this is, you know, solar plexus. It's like the sun, which is like, the sun is so powerful. So energizing. It makes you want to go and do stuff. You want to play outside when the sun is so this, we have a personal sun that, can get blocked and, and be dimmed through life experiences and how we relate to them. So yeah, it's the same if we, for anxiety, there's a root chakra, there's a couple that I can think of for the root chakra and the third eye can think of come up for anxiety. Um, someone who worries a lot, it's like the heart, someone who has difficulty uh, communicating authentically is the throat. So all of the emotions and things that come up relate to an energy center. Right. So yeah. what are the seven chakras? Cause I'm not really familiar with. Yeah. Them. Okay. I love talking about this stuff. This is like the best. <laughs> I could talk about this all day. So there we'll start with the crown. So it's at the top of the head. Um, it is the energy center of oneness. So it is, um, you know, the divine energy center. So feeling connected to the creator, to source, to God, whatever name the person is comfortable with, um, or just using, you don't even need a name, right? I feel like God doesn't really need a name, like what's in a name, right? Um, And um, it's also, so it's because it's oneness, it's feeling connected to the universe, feeling connected to everybody and everyone. Um, It is... um, you know, connected to the plants, the animals, the stars, like just having that feeling like, oh, I'm so supported by it. And I'm connected to it. If this is blocked, it's a very lonely place. We feel very alone. If we don't, you know, believe that we're connected to other people uh, or support, you know, even not supported by the heavens, by the divine, like it can feel, that could feel lonely. Right. Right. Um, so then we have the third eye, which is just on the forehead, just between the two eyebrows, a little bit above. And that is intuition. That is trusting that life is happening for your highest good. That is trusting yourself. When that's blocked, there is overthinking. There is brain fog, difficulty focusing, headaches, right? 
Um, going down to the throat is uh, authentic communication. So being able to able to speak our truth to um, even when it's scary, right? That our feelings right. are worthy of being heard. Um, when this is blocked, it can cause, uh, you know, physical issues such as thyroid. This is a big one that's blocked for women a lot of the time because we try to keep the peace and like, you know, we're afraid of saying how we feel. We were, yes. a lot of us were taught that and like culturally too, but for women, it's a huge thing. And actually women have more thyroid issues than men, which I think is very interesting um, because it is related to the physical. So yeah, even like cavities, stuff like that, that's all related to the, the throat center. The heart chakra is down from that. And that is love. That is self-love. That is compassion. That is, um, you know, yeah. So like when that's blocked, there's difficulty letting go. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of pain there, a lot of sadness there going down to the solar plexus. We already went over that one. Right. Um, and then there's the sacral, which is just below the belly button, which is creativity, sexual pleasure. Um, it's actually feminine energy where the solar plexus is more of a masculine energy. Um, the sacral chakra is feminine energy, which we all have, and we should all be in balance with it, with both, um, which is our joy, our center of joy of going with the flow, nurturing, um, that can be blocked by like guilt, shame, um, guilt, shame, a sexual trauma can block that as well. And then going down to the root chakra, which is safety, stability, security, like basic human needs. Right. Um, and so if that's blocked, we'll feel, we could feel anxiety. We could worry about what's coming next. We can feel like, yeah, just, just not grounded. We feel like our foundation is a bit shaky. So, so yeah, those are, that's a seven main, um, it encompasses literally almost everything humans experience to be Very honest. True. Yeah. I feel like I need a book session. Cause I think all my yeah. chakras are locked. Oh no. You know, I can already tell you don't have all the, I blocks. was like, Oh no. It's like overthinking. I'm like, I do that. I was like, anxiety. <laughs> I do that. I was like, oh. yeah. I was like that sounds like me. Yeah. But just, just I'll, I promise they're not all blocked because even when I'm not doing Reiki, like I pick up on people's energy and like, you have a lot of joy. Like I'm, I'm already knowing what chakras are open with you. Like, I just feel so much joy, so much love. Like, yeah, you have this glow. So I know there's, some, there's stuff flowing there. That your chakras open and close depending on who you're around. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love I that. Think that's, that's a great case. question. I definitely feel like that's Ooh. the case. Can I ask you? Yes. Can I ask you a question? Sure. <laughs> um, so when you're with this person, even if you want to close your eyes and imagine yourself with this person, what do you feel in your body? Like a like guy? Just, is there someone that's coming to mind for you right now? No. Anyone from the past? From the past, yes. Okay, so bring that person to mind. Okay. You, yeah, close your eyes. Okay. And imagine sitting with that person, being around that person. Mm-hmm. What do you, do you feel anything in your body? Any tightness, contractions? I feel like I also, I started getting hot. Oh, okay. And I and any like a little mm-hmm. bit irritated. Okay. Yeah. Anywhere. Where do you feel that irritation? How do you know you're irritated? Is there like an area? I feel like body? I feel it like in my hands and like, okay. I don't know. Just like in like the upper body, okay. just like very uncomfortable. So it feels, does it feel like tight? Like it feels like it's not expansive. It feels more like contracted. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, great. The exercise is over. (laughs) Contraction is not a good sign. (laughs) Whenever you feel, cause like you're so, all right. 
here we go. <laughs> I love this. So when we're contracted, you said you felt it in the heart space or like just that you kept doing this, like over your heart and your shoulder yeah, area, Yeah, you feel more like contracted. And usually that's our shoulders going over. We're like, you know, getting tense. And it's like, we're literally physically trying to protect our hearts. That is so accurate. like, we are like bending over and it's like, I'm just like, you know, and there's yeah. other emotions that came up with that too. Right. Like I feel like there was uh, maybe anger there, like the hands yes. got hot, you felt irritated, like yes. that could be, that means the solar plexus is coming up as well, right? Like the gut. Right. So there's a couple, yeah. So that's just a quick example that is, of how that you can- very accurate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Crazy, huh? This energy yeah. stuff. I was, like, wow. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. So pay attention. We can all do that. Just, just interview your body. I've had it where I'm like with someone, you know, I'm dating some or getting to know someone and like, my sacral chakra, which is just below the belly button, just like feels tight. Like it feels really, and this is our, like our womb area. And like, so that was my sign. Like this, I don't want this person yeah. like even inside of me or like near right. that energy. Like yeah. I'm just like, like, you know what I mean? Flag. So it was, a, I just interviewed my body. Like, how do I feel about this person? You can do it with jobs, with opportunities, like just scan your body and see what that feels like. Yeah. So how would someone do that? Who's not really, I guess, like in tune with their body so much. It's, it's a practice. So, um, right. So people who I find people who are physically active, like exercise and, you know, yoga and stuff like that, they're really in tune with their body, like active people, um, people who aren't, it's usually harder to, to find the energy right. or people who stuff their emotions down also have a disconnect from their body as well, which is very common. So, um, it takes practice um and it is I think it's an essential for understanding how you feel as well so yeah I think having a therapist having a coach who knows how to do that um is probably the best the best thing because they can walk you through it and do those kind of exercises right. with you um because it might feel different for everybody too right like True. when I think of one situation from my childhood you know when I do my therapy my shoulders get triggered and so I can start to tie that area to like that experience and what that felt like. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause sometimes we just, some people don't know how they're feeling. They don't, yeah, they I feel don't like know. Sometimes that's me. Like, I'll be like, I kind of know, but I'm like, do I really like, sometimes I feel like, I don't even know how to explain this. I was like, kind of explained to my mom the other day. Sometimes I feel like things bother me, but I'm not sure if they actually bother me as much as I feel like they bother me. Mm, okay I'll be upset about a situation but then when I like think like really deeply I'm like am I really that upset about that situation Mm. or am I just like I think the question there is you know what about that experience bothered me like where have I felt even though it's like because it could be something that you experienced before in a more like magnetized way and then you experience just a little bit from someone and then it just like triggered off yeah that similar kind of feeling but like in a Mm -hmm. smaller sense so um yeah just asking yourself like what about that felt familiar that was uncomfortable from before right like what what what's the real because a lot of the time it's not that thing it's like it's like something else thing yeah that that's why that bothered me that's why that triggered me yeah because I feel like I'll get mad at something and I'm like wait am I really actually like mad right like does it really even actually bother me that much Right. Not just like my natural reaction to be mad because of something else. So I right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It might be, it might be just, yes, yeah, totally. Like I can understand that. 
um, it could be something from the past. Uh, I'd also just like, I think sometimes we try to talk ourselves out of, especially anger again, women in anger, we try to talk ourselves out of that. Cause that's like, you know, it was taught to be an unacceptable emotion. It's a shamed emotion. Right. I love anger. I think anger is great. That is the, are we allowed to swear? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is the shit that will get shit done. Like when you're angry, you're fed up. You're like, I'm out of here. Like I'm not doing this. Or like, I'm standing up and I'm doing this. So like honoring your anger is a beautiful thing. It's the behavior that, you know, you have to worry about, but if you're just feeling angry, allow yourself to feel angry. Like I'm pissed. Like, let me just get, take a minute. Let me just like sit with this emotion for a minute. Cause that's how you get stuck emotions, right? Like talking yourself out of anger. That's right? true. Cause I'll beautiful. be so mad. And then like, I'll go to sleep and I wake up and I'll be like, I'm fine. Yeah. Now. Like, yeah. Like, and it could, whatever. And it could be like that, but I would always suggest investigating emotions or like what comes up, you know? True. Yeah. And it also takes, it's also empowering because then you're taking responsibility for how you feel instead of just, you know, blaming the other person or the situation. It's like, which I think is an issue that I have. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes like, yeah I feel like sometimes I project onto other people mm-hmm. I mean I try not to do that but like sometimes it just like happens and then I'm yeah. like okay maybe I'm actually like upset at like myself or something but I'm just like oh my projecting god onto you oh my god that's it's common yeah it's so 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 common like the amount of times that I've done that like I even looking back right now I can think of so many times that I've I've done that I feel like it always is a projection right and that goes right. and that's the same for other people so like when people are not nice to us or do something to us. It's like, well, you're projecting something, you know what I right. mean? Like it's goes both ways. And so, um, yeah, it could be like the small, like, you know, an example of that would be like having low self-worth and then your friend doesn't show up or like cancels on you. And like, you get so mad and it's like, because you're triggered by that feeling of like, I'm not good enough. Or like, you couldn't show up for me or you couldn't, you know, so it's, yeah that, and it's that, like, like the person just canceled happens. like that happens for me like I remember like my high school boyfriend like every time we'd set up like a date or whatever like even mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day like he'd always flake like he was like the flakiest person ever mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. nowadays like when someone flakes on plans like even if it's a friend like it just irritates me like I get so mad yeah yeah like, because you'll flake on plans I'm like oh my gosh like it's like the end of the world to me Right, right, because that was probably very devastating. At, yes, you know, you're in your in high school, in high school, but at whatever age, it was probably devastating, right? Yes. So then, what 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 do you do with that? What do you do with that anger? Do you communicate it? I talk to or my do you mom. Sit with it. You I talk like to rent, I like rent to my mom, and then oh, that's good. I'm so just like what? I'm just like yeah. So you don't I get you over do it. Both. Yeah. Sometimes, like I don't know. I feel like I have a little bit of a hard time expressing my feelings. So like, if I feel a certain way about something, I'll only say like part of what I actually feel yeah so throat chakra stuff like just being <laughs> yeah. able to communicate our wants our feelings yeah yeah so that just comes with with practice you know like just feeling like our feelings matter and they're worthy of being heard right and also like going back to like someone canceling it's like a lot of the time I would say like almost 99.9% of the times like people what people do has nothing to do with us. Right. When they cancel, it has literally nothing to do with us. Right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think like just taking that or being in a relationship where it's like the person, cause like, I like to call it how it is too, right? Like I'm spiritual, but like if someone's being sh- like acting shitty, like you're acting shitty, like I'm not right. going to 
try to like intellectualize why you're being an asshole. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which, yeah. which is not fair to my emotions, right. To mm-hmm. my, how I feel. Um, but it, it's so powerful to be like, okay, this person is this way and it has nothing to do with me. It's not because right. I'm not enough. It's not because like, you know, you know, all, all of that, like, it's like, it's cause that's who they are and they, they just have their stuff, you know, and it has nothing to do with me. Right. And I feel like when it comes yeah. to relationships, it's really easy to blame yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, really common. Not to like call men out, but I feel like a lot of men tend to like blame their issues a lot of the time on the girl or they'll flip it and right. it's somehow the girl's fault. Right. So not taking responsibility for yes. their actions. <laughs> yes. That is a huge thing. It's just, I do find, I have found that in men a lot as well. Uh, a lot of defensiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, you know, I find it's, and it happens with everyone, you know, female and men, men and women or them. Um, but it's like, they don't know how to hold space or to hear people's feelings without acknowledging it might not have to do with them. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, let's say you're feeling insecure about something already mm-hmm. in your life, right? like, or like self-worth someone, just, let's say you have a boyfriend. Okay. He doesn't show up and you, and then he cancels the plans and you've already had that experience in high school. So when he cancels and you're, and then you go to tell him, listen, you know, when you didn't show up, it really bothered me. Um, you know, the minute that they start, just, they just go off. Well, it shouldn't bother you. Like I was busy yes. and like, you're too needy and da, 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 instead of being like, Hey, so what, what's making you feel this way? Like, can we talk mm-hmm. about this a little bit more? Like, it's just a lack of emotional intelligence and yes. like the ability to communicate. <laughs> right. And they, think right? they don't really even take the time to try to understand like why you are the way you are, like the things you went through. Yeah. yeah. Cause they're not, a, but again, that's because that's them. They don't even, they haven't even investigated themselves that way. So do you True. think they're going to be able to investigate us? It's That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. If they can't, and I said this, you know, in my, you know, ex relationship, I'm like, if he can't hear my emotions and hold space for my emotions, if he can't hold space for his own emotions, if he's so in denial about how he feels and tries to be like, so switched off all the time, hell no, he's not going to have room for me or understand me or you know, so yeah. again, pro- that's a projection that has nothing to do with me, <laughs> right. his, his inability to do that. Right. So yes. yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we carry and make it. And then, and that's what you said. Like, we think that it's our fault, um, or we could have done this or we could have done that. And it's like, we're holding a lot of weight for shit that isn't ours. And we need to stop doing that. <laughs> that is true. Cause we have our own stuff to hold, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're actually ours. Right. Exactly. A hundred percent. That is very true. So yeah, that is true. Do you recommend journaling? I do recommend journaling. Um, I'm not the best journal journaler personally on uh, my coaching clients. I make them journal, even though I don't really do it. However, I have found another way that is just as helpful. Uh, I find is even voice recording yourself just to express, like just to get it out. That's smart. Yeah. Are you a journaler? I like journaling, but if I have like too much things I want to say, then I just won't even write things down. Cause I don't feel like I want to sit here forever and write like essays and like my wrist is going to get tired. So I know if I have like too many things I want to write down, I don't even bother doing it. Yeah. Cause there's like, especially when you're like frustrated, there's too much. It's like, there's too much energy to like sit there still with like a pen. Like they're just yes. like, I'm going to combust. <laughs> right. But so if I'm you could like, 
I'm just like not going to do it then. <laughs> right, right. So if you could like walk around your room and like record yourself on your phone and just like get it out, like that's a beautiful way of like processing emotions. Just, right. or like you said, like even talking to your mom, like just as long as we're getting it out, like, you know, it is, is a way of pro- acknowledging it, right? So pen to paper is, is a beautiful way. Understanding yourself, journaling, the times that I like have journaled, I've come to like some really amazing conclusions. <laughs> Same. yeah so really yeah so it is it is good I should probably do it more me too like I'm I yeah. want to try to do it like every day but it's just kind of, sometimes it's just like it's hard like yeah. it just kind of like slips my mind I'm like okay I'll do it later then I'm like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow then I'm like I'll do it the next day yeah and then I forgot what I initially wanted to write about in the first place and it's like not the same right so have you um do you journal with a pen and paper or do you type I have like a like a journal like an actual yeah I wonder if typing I think I'm gonna try typing instead of journaling I think it's something about so too much energy in like a small little because I'm like an expressive person you know so um so I think it's just too much energy and I think like there's too many thoughts it's too slow (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna try typing like as journaling and just I think it will flow better I think I'll be able to get out more faster and like yeah it's, it's I think it's like 2022 like way of journaling is just typing that's, that's very true. <laughs> yeah that's I don't know true. for me I like to do pen and paper because I try to like not do too much like computer stuff because I get very distracted mm-hmm. so if I'm starting to type a journal then somehow I'm going to end up on YouTube right 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 yeah <laughs> let me just play some music oh what's this yeah. video <laughs> literally so I'm like okay so I even have like a physical journal but I mean a physical planner but then I also use Google Calendar so I always try to like do both yeah okay yeah so So, I get distracted very easily like I'm an easily distracted person especially Mm -hmm. with the internet me too yeah I'm I'm really yeah really bad at that but um but uh yeah just do whatever works for you you know I think that's what we have to do is just like be resourceful and creative with everything right because we're all not the same so I can't say that journaling pen and paper is great for everyone I can't say that typing is um or voice notes is it's like you got to find what works what yeah for you but the most important thing is yeah. Oh, girl. Me too. I talked to myself Which so is like, much. <laughs> probably like me too. Like I talked like, one time my mom caught me and I think she was crazy because there was like a lot of like hand motions too. And she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm, I'm talking. talking Don't interrupt. <laughs> yeah. Like I have like full on like long in-depth conversations with myself. Yeah. And I'm like, if anyone probably see me, it'd probably be very weird. Yeah. I do it all the time. I think it's healthy. I think it's good. I think it's a way of processing, like going through your your stuff, your, your emotions. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I read somewhere that smarter people talk to themselves, um, talk to themselves. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> either we'll, crazy we'll or t- smart. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yep. I'll take, we'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now I want to talk about goal setting. Mm-hmm. This is also something I struggle with. Like I'll make goals, but then it's like, right now I kind of feel like my life is in a little bit of like disarray. Okay. So like some of those goals are really hard for me to stick to because I kind of feel like I'm all over the place with everything. Like there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that I want to do and a lot of things I want to accomplish, but like I just need like a day to like sit down with zero interruptions, no yeah. baby, quiet, <laughs> yeah. to just plan out and like figure everything out. Like mm-hmm. what I want my goals to be, what I want this. Cause just like a lot yeah. of distractions, a lot of like chaos, I feel. 
Yeah. Is that possible to have that kind of day or even a half day oh, yes. to yourself? So if I, oh, I live, great. I live with my mom. So it's like, if I just tell her that I need like a day, then she'll give me like oh, a beautiful. day. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's so such a blessing. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So, so you have that mm-hmm. accessible to you. So that's amazing. So that's a resource that you can use. Um, so you said you have a lot of goals. I love that. I love that. Um, cause I love when people have a lot of goals. It's like, okay, you know, that you are capable of, or like worthy that of having stresses me out at the same time though. Right. So that's what I was going to say next. It's great to have it. However, yes. <laughs> can be very stressful. So I think mm-hmm. definitely prioritizing what it is that you want, like figuring out what's like maybe the top two things that you really want to achieve. Um, like, yeah, that's important. I also think focusing on the feelings around the goals as well is really important. A lot of us think of the goal only, um, but feelings help us to move towards things. So that's why manifestation meditations are so important, or even just closing your eyes and thinking of the goal that you want and like all the feelings that come with that. Like if it's money, like all the freedom that comes with it, all the, um, the giving that you can do all of those things, it helps us to move towards things a lot faster naturally. Um, but I would say, yeah, just prioritize the goal, you know, that you, that you have, um, sometimes how are you with goals in general? Like, has it always been like this? Like, like difficult to achieve goals or. Yeah. Cause sometimes I like struggle. I'm like, okay, how do I know? Cause you know, people say like dream big, anything is possible, but how do I know that? Like, this is actually something I can do. It also probably comes into like self-doubt and stuff like that as well. But I'm just like, how do I know that this is something that I can actually do for real? Right. Because when you see other people do it, you're like, okay. But then when it comes down to me, I'm like, right. So that's, so that's why I asked that question. And that's the most common thing that we, or the common denominator, I would say with a lot of my coaching clients um, is that there is some self-worth stuff Mm -hmm. there. And I think that's the main reason why we don't achieve our goals. So why we don't show up, why we aren't prioritizing our time, um, we're sleeping on ourselves essentially. Um, and I relate, I used to be this person. Like I used to literally be a person, but like, I always had dreams and goals. Like my mom was like, you can do anything you want. You can achieve this. But like when it actually came to like the, you know, getting to the pave, getting on the pavement and like doing the work, I would just like pause or like, I just get overwhelmed or paralyzed. And I'm like, I don't, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I, for me, I felt it was a huge self-worth thing. It was like, for some reason, I didn't compute in my head, but I'm like, the only thing I can think of, because I have all the resources, right? (laughs) The only thing I can think of is that it's me. Right. So, um, yeah, when it comes to goals, I would definitely reflect on self-worth and, um, and that's why I think, even with coaching, why it's important to get a coach. If you do struggle with self-worth, cause they help you to show up for yourself. Right. Like they're making sure they're holding you accountable to things so that you can actually feel what it's like to achieve those goals. Yes. And then once you like start achieving your goals, it becomes like addictive. It's like, okay, what's next? Like, you know, what's yeah. next? I want that feeling. I'm like, and then you believe that you're really deserving of it. Cause you got it. So you're like, you know, the next thing comes a lot easier. Right. right? So I would say like the underlying thing, like I, I could say a to-do list of things to help you like to achieve goals, but I just, that's why my self, my coaching is like self-worth um, uh, based right? because it's the same answer for everyone when they come and mm-hmm. what they don't know that at the beginning, there's yeah. like, I'm lazy or like, I, you know, my schedule is all over the place or like, I need a routine. And it's like, okay, no, this is what we need to work on. 
So I, yeah, rather than have a list of things, I would say just work on the self-worth, you know, start and start making small goals so that you know what it feels like to achieve that small, like, you know, indicators that you've achieved something. Um, Cause the big stuff can feel like we're not worthy of it. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes just like, if it's not something that you, that you know, is not going to happen now, like maybe it's like a goal for something you want to achieve like three, five, 10 years down the line. Mm -hmm. It's it's sometimes kind of like hard to think that far ahead in advance and think about what you need to do now that will work towards that long-term goal. Yeah. So, so yeah, breaking it off into smaller chunks, something that I really like love to do with clients when that comes up is to imagine the goals and then like work back backwards from that through a meditation or through an exercise, like, okay, so we're there. And then, cause sometimes it's hard to like, like to know the next steps from where we already are. Mm -hmm. But if we can get ourselves into like a state where it's like, okay, we've already achieved, achieved that. Like, okay, wait, so how did we do that? It's a lot easier to work backwards sometimes. So I suggest like working backwards, like writing down your five-year goal and then being like, okay, how did I get there? And then doing that, like from, from each year, the month, like next week, like, you know what I mean? So yeah, working backwards is a great one. Yeah. I think goal setting is like so fun because it's kind of like, you can really put anything on there. Yeah. But then it's just yeah. like, okay, how am I going to actually get to this? And I think what right. you said about like attaching emotions to it, I feel like that makes a lot yes. of like, makes a lot of sense. Because sometimes you might want a goal, but then you don't really realize why do you want that goal? Like yes. I feel like everyone says they want to be rich. Right. But what like, does that mean for them? Yeah. Like for mm-hmm. me, it means like being able to like be comfortable, like being able to like go to a store and be like, I can get that yeah. and not have to worry about like, okay, how much money am I going to have left? Yeah. What's gonna security. Happen to yes. Like, yeah, security, especially for me, because I grew up and we had like some financial issues growing up. So I'm yes, like, if too. I just had a place where it's just like money is no issue, like if I want oh, that, man. I can just be like free and like to just do whatever. Because I feel like wow. that's like the number one thing that I would like stress about. Yeah. You know, what's funny. Oh, I already know. Like if we do Reiki together, like because I'm, I'm hearing, oh, I, I, I can just see myself like relating to a lot of that, the root chakra, the stability, safety, security. Yes. That's, that's like, especially with childhood, that's root chakra stuff. I totally relate to that because um, we didn't grow up with money. My mom had four kids, single mom. Yes. Um, and then abundance is related to the same energy center as self-worth. And, and uh, so, yeah, so I'm seeing a lot of trends in your energy centers and I'm like the gonna, conversation. Yeah. So, um, so it's a lot of that relates. Am I worthy of having that? Right. Or like, and then with money comes a lot of fear as well. Yes. Like, Cause I feel like no matter how rich I was, I feel like I would always be afraid that like, I could have nothing like right. the next day. Cause like right. sometimes like, I feel like growing up some days you're good. You're like, okay, everything's good. Yes. The next time you're just like, Oh yeah. What do you mean we have yeah. to move. It's like, what? Right. Yeah. And yeah. you would never know it as a kid, right? Your parents are not having the full discussion with you. It's only when yeah. they made the decision. So it's like, yes. yeah, yeah. But that's the stories and that's the stuff that's not who we are in our true selves right right it's like a baby oh you have a baby so you know yeah. babies don't ask for permission for things they, they do. don't have they fear. Just they're just like i want take. that you know yep. i want that cup of water i'm gonna take it yes <laughs> so like we're essentially all like we're all like that in our true beings it's like we want something and we just go like we don't think we don't have all this like stuff in our minds or like this you know this fear but like because life happens and circumstances happen mm-hmm. it shapes us into right. these p- people that are fearful 
and, uh, you know, don't feel enough, uh, or feel like they're enough. Um, don't feel like things are safe. So, right. so again, it's just essentially coming back to, to how we are, cause we're all deserving. We're all worthy. Like we're existing. So if we're existing, mm-hmm. we're worthy. Right. Yes. Otherwise we wouldn't exist. <laughs> I feel like it's also important to like work, like you said, work on those things within yourself, because then I feel like, you know how people always say like money doesn't buy happiness mm-hmm. because then I feel like, let's say you're like, you're sad and depressed that like you're in a like rough financial situation and then you have money and you're still sad thing because you kind of have like the same fears and same stresses just in a different kind of way. Yeah. Cause we all, we all have that. We yeah. all have life. Like we're not, none of us is like excluded from like stuff happening in life however that statement of like money doesn't buy happiness I don't necessarily believe that like because there is something to like not there there so that statement is actually I should say this there's a certain amount of money that no matter how much more you have than that like will not create any more happiness right but feeling safe and secure and would cost me a lot of yourself, happiness yes. you would be happy it would free your mind to think about other things yes to do other things too so however i don't i believe that you can also be happy without it does that make sense like yeah in a way I, as well yes. because there's you know there are people there are families that don't have and are so happy in the house that is true and there are people that have and are miserable, right? So it's also about mm-hmm. like a lot of gratitude and thankfulness, but basic security and safety, like you can't, I don't feel like that's arguable. Like yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is like, because that's a recipe for anxiety and safety issues and security. Yes. And so you can't, yeah, you can't talk me out of that one. There's <laughs> gotta be like that, a certain amount where it's like, okay, now we can yeah. focus on happiness you know yes because I don't even really know like what I would do if I was rich like I feel like I would it would just be so weird yeah to like buy whatever I wanted to at any time yeah yeah well we we, yeah so that's a whole like other thing right relationship with money is such a such a big thing for people and working on that and I've had to work on that too and I continue to work on it because it was something so ingrained like that scarcity mindset and like Mm -hmm. um, not knowing how to manage so like educating ourselves with money is is important like to be able to feel powerful with that money Um, also thinking about what money will do for you uh, there's also a lot of lies about money money's evil money is like you know what I mean like there's a lot of stuff too but um, what what you do with that money, like giving back, right? True. Like, I would. There's a lot. Of, yeah. There's if you've been there, then you know how much it's needed, right? So mm-hmm. so helping people. Um, but yeah, what was I? What was I even? I really get distracted a lot when I talk. I'm surprised Me I made it this far. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, so there's a lot of yeah relationships with money is just a, is a big thing too, right? And like oh, I was going to say like lottery winners, like a lot of them, I think it's the majority of lottery winners are like broke by, you know, within a few years of receiving the lottery because they didn't know how to mm-hmm. have that money or handle it, or they weren't educated investing or, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, so uh, yeah, it's important to like, edu- that's, that's why like manifesting is great, but like, let's do the actual like uh, work so that we can yes. have a good relationship with with yes. money that's another yeah. thing too I feel like a lot of times people are so quick to say like manifestation doesn't work because they think that you just wish for something and then it's just supposed to come like you yeah. wish to lose 50 pounds and you're just supposed to sit there at home and do nothing and lose yes like I feel like they don't understand that you also have to do like the work as well right okay I love that I feel like we're so connected in some weird way I literally just put a story on my Instagram saying this exact same thing I was like 
you got to do the work. Like when I say manifestation, I don't just mean like, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. (laughs) Like it's funny, you know, all these affirmations, it's like, you got to figure out how you're going to, like, you got to actually do it. Like you got to do it. You got to like, you know, learn about investing, learning, Mm -hmm. learning, learning about what you love. So that like, when you do go and do the work, it just doesn't feel like work. Like that's awesome too. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, you've, you've got to, yeah. Manifestation is also just, is, is getting out there, putting Mm -hmm. yourself out there, like getting whatever it is that you want to achieve. You want to be more, you want to have a, like, you want to be a painter. Okay. Maybe start working at a sweeping floors at an art, you know, art museum or something like that. Like just get in there and like start getting around the people or this. Yeah. So just being resourceful and, and going out and doing the work is so important. Yeah. Anytime I see like all the manifestation haters, I'm like, of course they don't understand it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) A lot of people like judge things they don't understand. And this is like one of them. Yes. Yes. It's, 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 yeah. They just don't understand our power yet. Right. Like, cause it's like, it is work, but there are also like things you can't even explain sometimes too. Right. Like I've had, I've had like, abundance meditations and like the next day like made a thousand dollars in a day you know what wow. I mean like the amount of people that were like okay like the clients that showed up all this right. like is it is it just like what was supposed to happen or is it like a quiz I don't know you know I don't believe in coincidence but I just I feel like there is because like if we're energy then we can manipulate energy too right we can manipulate uh, you know that sounds like a bad word but like we can um manipulate the universe into like what's going out there what are we putting out there right because the same right. way we put out positive things when we when we're going into negative spaces like fear mm-hmm. you're actually putting that out into the to the yes universe. I so that stuff yeah. can happen <laughs> yeah that's true because I feel like sometimes when I stress about something what I stressed about ends up like kind of like coming to fruition but like I stress yeah. about it because I don't want it to happen and then me stressing about not wanting it to happen it happens and I'm just yes like, oh. yeah yeah I'm like well look at that <laughs> yeah exactly and even if like yeah. And even then our way of reacting, it's like, it's like affirming the belief that we already had that like bad things happen. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, and if we believe go in good things, hole. yes. But if we believe in like, think good things can happen and like, I can, you know, attract money. And then the minute, like when I, when I am like doing a, a abundance meditation, if I find a dime on the floor, I'm like, thank you. Cause I'm affirming yes. that belief. Right. And that's going into the universe. So like, it's like, or a thousand dollars comes and I'm like, wow, thank you. Like yes. I receive, I receive, like, I don't care if it's a dime on the floor or it's like, but like, you got to just change up that whole, um, cause that's like putting it into the universe, but it's also like teaching yourself, like changing your own neural pathways that I'm worthy of this. Right. right. And I'm, and I'm accepting it. Which I right? feel like Acceptance. is probably the hardest part is like changing your own like mindset. Yeah. You're stuck in your ways for like most of your life. Mm. it's like hard to all of a sudden like change yeah it never happens all of a sudden it's it it can't um but and it's it's work it takes a lot of work but Mm. it's it's so worth it it's so worth it like yes that's why I highly recommend you know therapy coaching uh reiki like all of those modes of of healing of growth of of work like it's worth it's worth it yeah it's worth it yeah, I agree. So someone who wants to start learning more about energy wants to, you know, be more in touch with themselves, where should they start? Mm-hmm. Start with your emotions. Yeah, because emotions are energy, energy in motion. <laughs> so when they get stuck, we feel it. 
That's energy. When you're angry, you're feeling an energy. True. When you're sad, you're feeling an energy. And the more we can tap into our own, the more we can feel others. True. We'll be able to notice when someone else is sad or when someone else is angry. So that's, that's energy. Um, looking at food, you know, like that's, and just being aware of all the energy, I think is a good place to start. Um, energy in, and there has to be a certain amount of belief there as well. That's true. I think, I think there has to be a certain amount of belief. Otherwise, if you don't believe it, you're never going to see it. <laughs> you're never going to see, see it happen. Um, but yeah, I would say just simply put, just focus on your emotions. Notice what happens when you start feeling, uh, you know, start. Okay. So I'm going to actually go back and say, start with the gratitude. Mm-hmm. Cause when you're grateful every day and you start with that, notice how much it starts coming your way. Notice how you start reacting to like the everyday stuff that might piss you off or whatever. Like it's, 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 it's life-changing right? to sit, to sit, put your hand on your heart every morning, take a deep breath. Think about everything you're grateful for. You sometimes can feel your heart literally get warm as you start to think of it mm-hmm. and then see how that's energy. Just doing that at the beginning of the day, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Start to notice how you feel, right? That's an energy shift. Right. Start noticing how you're going out in the world, how you're walking differently, talking differently, um, how you might be more passionate, uh, compassionate with others. That's energy. It's so simple because everything is energy. That is, is that what you meant in terms of energy? Or are you talking about like, yes, yeah, this is real yeah, energy work. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. It's so simple. So simple. Everything is energy. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Cause yeah. sometimes I feel like it's if some, if it was more difficult, I feel like it'd be harder for people to like start, but it's simple. It's like super, yeah. it's something that anyone could, everyone could do. Yeah. And just yeah. start with that, with that belief that we are, we are so powerful as human beings. Right. We're so, 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 so powerful. It's like scary how powerful we are. And we have to remember that. That's true. Our ancestors knew that. <laughs> and we didn't listen. And now it's like, we're starting to listen now. Yeah. And there's little whispers. There's little whispers from them, you know, Mm -hmm. like us having this conversation. Sometimes it's like a divine appointment. It's like, okay, whoever's listening, like this is a divine appointment. Maybe they needed to hear this. Right. Right. Maybe this is is their reminder of how powerful they are. Right. True. Yeah. Very true. So now for Reiki, how many sessions does it take to really start making a difference? You can feel the benefits of Reiki from one session. Okay. I've never had anyone get off the table or finish a Reiki session and feel the same as when they started. Mm -hmm. I have seen the best results in clients that, oh yeah, I've seen the best results in clients that come every three weeks or every month. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you an example. I have one client, I won't name the name obviously, but uh, she is in a relationship with someone who is not healthy for her. Um, and I've never coached her. So this is all Reiki. Again, my Reiki has some coaching involved in it. So very toxic relationship, not healthy, a lot of trauma, abuse in certain ways, uh, terrorizing in certain ways, horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay. She came with no self-worth, obviously, because you wouldn't end up in this situation if you <laughs> had self-worth, right? True. There's a reason why we end up in certain situations. Um, she would be crying. She would be angry, all these things. 
the more and more every, every time we met every, I would say every three weeks, she would come to me every three weeks. She would come to me. She would be a little different, you know, like a little bit lighter already coming into the session. Mm -hmm. Right. I could see the change, the gradual change. Let me tell you, okay, first of all, I'm just going to like tomorrow she is moving out (laughs) of the house with him. She is so the shift she has made the fact that she's actually leaving this person like wow got her own apartment ready to go is not taking this shit anymore like i have chills just thinking about that like wow that's how powerful reiki can be and having the conversations in reiki i i I don't know if reiki would do that without a conversation i don't i don't know i think a conversation you know because sometimes you need you need people to tell you that you're enough i tell her every time you're enough you're more than enough you know, right. we go over those affirmations. So that's just a one example of someone who's like consistently done the work and she's about to have a whole new life. You know, there's going to yeah. be some hardship coming out of right. it, like just a new, you know, ch- adjustments and stuff. But um, yeah, that's a huge success story. Like she's ready to go next weekend and walk away from something that she doesn't deserve. She deserves more than that. And right. she knows it now, you know, she knows that. And that's through our, through our Reiki you know, sessions. So, yeah. So I would say like to start, you know, every month is probably best. Right. Yeah. And then, and then going off maybe every three months or yeah, whatever you can, can do, but consistent. Yeah. Consistency is always best for anything. I think. Yeah. Very true. What are some of like the most common like issues you see amongst your clients when they come in? (sighs) Nervousness. So like a lot of heart space stuff, like nervousness in the heart uh, a lot of anxiety, big time anxiety is number one. Um, I think I would say, yeah, the anxiety and, and, and self-worth, self-worth, anxiety, and yeah. And, and, and the, and nervousness. Cause I think that's kind of like anxiety too, but I think, think that that's... has like the anxiety has like increased more since like the pandemic. Yeah, I think so. Especially as we start to like go out into the world mm-hmm. people don't know how to do that anymore a lot of people don't know how to go to social things or interact or make eye contact or you know what I mean yeah. like it's weird it's 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 crazy but uh but definitely during the pandemic yeah during the pandemic as well um yeah because because coaches we did great coaches and Reiki practitioners we did great during the pandemic because it was so needed yes. like and now we the, did like, not suffer the distance it's like it just is perfect that you offer, oh my like, god and it's like how amazing is that yeah how, I thought that was oh my god it's just so beautiful how powerful energy is you know mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. energy is it doesn't it doesn't have to be Reiki it could be just that phone conversation you have with a friend that's energy right that's true that picking up the phone and supporting them that's energy it's true. So yeah, I'm glad things are finally starting to like open up and we can actually oh like go out and do things. I don't really know what I would do though, because it's like nothing what like really, want to like, do. There's nothing really that like sticks out in my mind that, that you want to do. do. Yeah, maybe like, the gyms are now open, and so now yeah. I can go back to going to the gym. What about like exploring stuff? Like I feel like. I've been, I, I don't know. I feel like ex- there's always so much to explore. Have you ever been rock climbing before? I've never been rock climbing. I would do like, rock climbing. Yeah, maybe rock climbing. I would go rock climbing. Maybe a paint and sip. I always maybe said like, I want to go to a pottery class. 
Oh, that's something I don't I've know why. Like something do. always just told me that I want to go to a pottery class. I'm like, this yeah. seems fun. So yeah, pottery class. I wonder how our nails would do in a pottery class. I was just thinking, yeah, about I that. don't like, pottery, but uh, <laughs> like, yeah, trying to get them kind of far apart. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I think just exploring, and I think community. What's really good for everybody is community. Like if anything, right. if anything, we've learned that community is so important. So mm-hmm. um, community events. There's like great websites um like meetup.com or meetups.com you can go do it like in any city in the world and wow. you, you join groups based on your interest so maybe it's like a hiking group or like a book club or something like that and you just go and you meet a bunch of strangers and start connecting with people and yeah just community stuff communities especially in the spiritual world like group meditations or I would do um, that yeah group meditations yeah full moon stuff if you're into that like those workshops like yeah anything really just community stuff because people have suffered people have really suffered yes like Like more than like I started going yoga to yoga yeah and before my friends and I always be like I could never do yoga I can never do meditation (laughs) because I would just start laughing but nothing about yoga is funny nothing about yoga is funny no I used to be like that as well uh, well, because I like if I go with her I know I would laugh because just like that's just how we are together so I I go to the gym and stuff by myself so I can actually like get stuff done but nothing about yoga is funny like yoga is so much work yeah I love Um, yoga yoga is good for you for doing yoga because that's one of the things that saved me from anxiety and like panic attacks like yoga and meditation but started with yoga and then I got into meditation um I feel like it's a form of meditation you're so focused yes. on your breath and how your body feels and not and falling it, over yeah yeah just compassion yes. be compassionate like, fall over that's okay. not as easy as i thought it was gonna be mm, no but it gets easier yeah it's like everything good for you we'll have to start going back again because like the gym's like closed back and then they reopened right so i'm like yeah i have to get back in, get back in yeah do what feels good for you do what you know feels good like go always towards what feels good yeah you know yeah. I like how in the classes they give you like some options to do if, like if something might be a little bit too difficult especially yeah. if you're a beginner yes yes and then I, I think that's always like um compassion is the biggest thing it's like I can't like I my body isn't really wanting to do this movement today or going this far so I'm just gonna not do it like that's okay instead of being frustrated right the little things little yes. mindfulness techniques um yes. yeah you just do what you can that's what I love about yoga it's not like one of those intense like classes where you like you know feel like a loser <laughs> you have to stop yes <laughs> you're just like oh it's yoga so like that's what I'm supposed to do is like just let, listen to my body <laughs> yeah it's just like so peaceful and they always tell you to like set your intention for the the session and yeah so it's like, it's beautiful like beautiful yeah so to wrap it up I have a segment on the podcast called recommendations and it's where I give like a recommendation based on the topic for the episode so do you have any recommendations that you'd like to share like any type of energy recommendation could be a book could be like a video could be a specific like meditation you like um okay I'm just gonna say what the first thing came to mind go on YouTube (laughs) and search Ram Das, R A M. I'll write this down. Space D A S S. Ram Das. Mm-hmm. Search. Just <laughs> <laughs> search. It's a beautiful, beautiful man with a lot of wisdom. Uh, and every time I watch his interviews, 
you're just yeah that's all i'm gonna say just search it <laughs> okay okay beautiful it's beautiful all right i will definitely be looking into that so lastly let everyone know where they can connect with you uh yeah you can find me on instagram is the best place uh coaching by lana is my instagram um I have Facebook. I'm not really, yeah, just let's use Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's the best way. I have also have a website coaching by You can learn more about me there. Um, get your Reiki booked in there, get, uh, coaching consultations. I always do complimentary coaching consultations as well. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, that's pretty much yes, it. I have my consultation yeah, book for tomorrow. I'm excited. I'm going to book a Reiki session because I'm interested. Oh my God. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Would yes. you do in person or distance? In person. Yes. Oh, I love in person. I like in person things too. Like I just, yes. it's just like, it's just, it's just better in a way. Yes. Yes. Like if I also you can love do in person, do it in person. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. hundred percent agree. And I love like setting up my room, like when someone comes with candles and like just making it all like a little healing little like a, yes, yeah, like container. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Exciting. Thank you right. so much. Thank you for coming on and talking to us about energy. I, had a, I enjoyed so this much. conversation. Me too. This is awesome. I learned a lot. Like I have to go back and listen to this and like take notes. Great. That's what I love. Like when people learn, that's all I want to do is educate. Educate, yes. educate. Like, well, I definitely learned awesome. a lot. I'll have all your yeah. links in the episode notes. So anyone Beautiful. who's listening can go check them out. Awesome. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and enjoyed the interview I had with Lana. And I hope you took away a couple things. I know I definitely did. I will have all of Lana's links in the show notes. So if you're interested in getting any services from her, check out the link in the episode notes. I will for sure be booking a Reiki session. But as usual, to close out this episode, I will leave you guys with a quote. And today's quote is, as my sufferings mounted, I soon realized that there were two ways in which I could respond to my situation, either to react with bitterness or seek to transform the suffering into a creative force. I decided to follow the latter course, and that is by Martin Luther King Jr. And with that being said, I'll catch you guys next week.